You're listening to the Nate Lull Podcast. Download each new episode on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. And now, here's Nate. Hey, how's it going, everybody? Episode 6 of the Nate Lull Podcast. I am Nate Lull. Thanks for joining us once again. And I wasn't going to do an interview today, and my inbox continues to get flooded with people asking about the status of spring sports. So I said, you know what? Why don't we try to do something about it today and find out some answers? So I sent off a quick text message to Dr. Robert Zayas. He's the executive director of the New York State Public High School Athletic Association. He got right back to me and said, yeah, I'd love to come on the podcast. So he's going to give us the most up-to-date answers we can get regarding spring sports. So I know a lot of people are just really nervous and wondering and constantly saying, hey, have you heard anything? Have you heard anything? This is the guy that can give us the answers. So I thought it was really great that he could come on. And we also talked about some of the things going on with winter sports and how some of those teams and athletes can and will be recognized in the coming weeks and months. And a lot of coaches had also emailed me some questions, so I threw all of those at Dr. Zayas, and he was nice enough to answer. So I won't do too long of an intro today because I want to get right into it here and hear the answers from Dr. Zayas. But before I do that, of course, I want to thank our special sponsors for the Nate Lull podcast, including NYCM Insurance of Edmiston, Sportsfield Specialties of Delhi. You can see their beautiful turf facilities all over our local uh, area. Shenango Memorial Hospital of Norwich, a big thank you to all the workers, all the healthcare workers out there right now. We really appreciate everything that you're doing. Northern Eagle Redemption Center of Oneonta, they're on Railroad Avenue in Oneonta, six cents for your bottle returns there every day. Shandello Federal Credit Union of Franklin, Preferred Mutual Insurance Company of New Berlin, the Amphenol Corporation of Sydney, also SFCU, C.H. Landers Funeral Chapel of Sydney, and one new sponsor this week is the Leatherstocking Group of Cooperstown. Big shout out to them for coming on to the podcast. We also have Certified Auto Outlet of Oneonta. View their whole selection online at certifiedoneonta.com. We have Gilbert Plumbing and Heating, Clark Sports Center of Cooperstown, Certified Financial Planner Ed Curley, and the Delaware National Bank of Delhi. So without further ado, Episode 6 of the Nate Lull Podcast with Dr. Robert Zayas. Had a great chat with him, and I think uh, he gave us some good answers for what we can expect to see over the next month as we wait to hear the fate of spring sports. All right, let's get into it, folks. Here we go. the Nate Lull podcast and kind of a special edition here for episode six. Uh, we are joined by Dr. Robert Zayas, executive director of the New York State Public High School Athletic Association. And, and Dr. Zayas, I know you're busy, so thanks for your time and, and joining us again. Yeah, I appreciate you having me on. First off, uh, you know, we're all kind of working in different areas than we're used to right now and, and didn't know how this was for all of you guys at, uh, at NISFA and saw you've been working at home and, and spent some extra time with your kids and just wondered how all that was going. You know, it's just like everybody in the state and really throughout the country, it's an adjustment. 
myself and the staff of the New York State Public High School Athletic Association are working remotely. We're meeting via teleconference. We're trying to get done with all of those initiatives and projects and working on all the programs that we have. And uh, just quite an adjustment. My kids are uh, in fourth grade and seventh grade, so trying to team up with my wife to get them educated and and paying attention to all those things that they need to pay attention to in school. Um, You know, it's just it's a completely different way of life, and unfortunately, it, we didn't have a much warning, and it wasn't a, a slow adjustment. It was a pretty abrupt adjustment, just, again, like everybody else throughout the state and, and unfortunately, throughout the country. And I noticed uh, some of your videos, looks like your kids have gotten pretty creative with some of the games they've come up with at home. <laughs> they have. I just, you know, I've been paying attention to Twitter and, and social media, and it seems like there's quite a few uh, new games being developed as kids get bored. But uh, my kids, I do have to say, they've adjusted really well. I'm really proud of them. As much of an adjustment as it is for the adults, I can't even imagine how difficult it is for our our student athletes and our kids that are having to grow up with, you know, a, a new new way of life and a new norm. Now I know this information is out there, and you can find it on your social media page as well as all over the internet. But just wanted, in your words again, uh, as I'm getting the question a lot, you are as well, of what the current status of spring sports is for our for our athletes in New York State. Yeah, I mean we unfortunately have to wait until we can get back into school, and when school starts back up is going to be a great predictor to go ahead and let us know how long of a regular season we're going to be able to have when it comes to spring sports. But right now, unfortunately, and I know I'm right there in that group of impatient people, I want to know today when can we start. And unfortunately, it's unknown. And if you watch all the local media and national media, um, there's really nobody that can tell us when specifically this is going to allow us to start back to school here in New York State. I just saw some uh, Twitter announcement today that Pennsylvania schools are now indefinitely postponed. So there's no no return date for Pennsylvania schools. The states of Alabama, New Mexico, Kansas, Virginia, and Vermont have all canceled school for the remainder of the year. Obviously, that has a devastating impact upon their spring sports regular season. Thankfully, we haven't gotten to that point here in New York where Governor Cuomo and our education department has made that decision. So we just have to be patient, and we have to wait to see when can we get back into school to determine the length or how long we're going to be able to have a spring sports regular season. I took some questions uh, this week from some various coaches and athletic directors that I've spoken with locally here in my area in Section 4. I thought I'd pass them along. And uh, one coach had asked me, what guidance can the state offer to schools and ADs right now who might be kind of feeling a little helpless at the moment with all the questions that they're getting? You know, I, I sent out a spring sports memo a few weeks ago just to say I really think that our focus as a high school athletic association needs to be on the regular season if and when we can get back into school. So from an athletic director standpoint, we just have to be patient and we have to wait. And and right now it looks as if we're not going to get back into school with President Trump's declaration yesterday, I believe, as far as implementing the social distancing guidelines and recommendations until April 30th now. We're probably looking at the earliest is going to be early May, mid-May, if at all. So I think from an athletic director standpoint, We just have to be patient, and then as things develop, that'll tell us what's going to be our next step. Now, I know earlier one of your 
statements to us had been that, uh, you know, when we do get back, and that's a big if we get back, that it would be up to local schools and, and sections on how they would handle spring sports. Is that still the case going forward? Yeah, I mean, there are some sections and some leagues that have uh, established when they would be able to go ahead and start, dependent upon, again, when schools can go ahead and get back into session. So the sections, each individual section is addressing that. And then if there is a time that the state association is going to collectively work with all 11 sections to make a determination, again, that'll happen here in the coming weeks, you know, probably six to six, seven weeks out. Now, I know that uh, your statement had been that, you know, there'd be an announcement on the state tournament, hopefully by the end of April. I would imagine, just as I kind of started brainstorming this, that it, it might be hard to put a state tournament together. Some sections might have more games than another. And, and how do you think you could jump through all those hoops and hurdles that maybe could come at us down the road here? You know, Nate, I think I said this last time when we talked. If I've learned anything throughout the last month is don't attempt to predict anything when it comes to this rapidly developing crisis. So how is spring sports going to be handled and how are the state championships going to be handled? Right now, there's no way to determine that. And and the only thing that is going to help us make a determination on the regular season and the state championship is time. And what I mean by that is we need to allow this to develop. We need to allow time to go ahead and, and direct us in the direction where we can go ahead and make sound decisions that are in the best interest of the student-athletes and the schools. But so much is contingent upon how quickly can we get kids back into a classroom and how quickly can we give kids some sense of normalcy. And that's my goal right now is if we could have a 10-game baseball, softball, lacrosse season and don't worry so much about the state championships, I think that is an incredible accomplishment to give these seniors a senior night, to allow kids to wear their school uniform and represent their community, to have a team dinner. I think those are things that I'm focused on right now, and I really think that state championships may be a dream right now, and if they were to be able to be held, well, then that'd be a huge accomplishment. But right now, I think our focus needs to be on that regular season to give these kids an opportunity to get back to some sense of normalcy as quickly as possible when school can go ahead and and get back into session. What's your uh, current advice right now to student athletes who are, you know, at home and they're feeling kind of cooped up and it's got to be an important message to tell them to continue to take quarantine seriously and stay home and uh, and keep everybody else safe out there? Definitely. I, I think the worst thing that we can do right now is not listen to the recommendations from the state and the federal government as far as social distancing. As difficult as it is right now, because I know it's hard as an adult, and like I alluded to a few minutes ago, it's even more difficult as a kid, but staying home and listening to the experts in this field is what's going to get us through this. What's not, what's going to hinder any development, any progress is doing what we saw last week in the state of Florida when you have kids on spring break and completely ignoring the advice of the experts. That's not going to help the situation. And really, that's only going to delay us from being able to accomplish our goal of having some spring sports this season. Kids need to stay home. They need to FaceTime their friends. They need to talk on the phone. And unfortunately, they just need to abide by that social distancing recommendation that is really a new norm for everybody. I had one additional question. Uh, I forgot to add in earlier about the possibility of spring sports, uh, having 
a state championship type season. One coach had asked me, in fact, I've had a couple ask me, could the season go beyond June so kids would have a chance to play a little bit longer, perhaps? You know, and the best way to answer that, Nate, is that's up to the membership of our association. We have almost 800 schools. We have 11 very diverse sections. And I think as if we could get to that point, we'll work with the schools because, really, we have a section executive directors like Ben Nelson in Section 4 and John Rathman in Section 3 that I know that are in your listening audience that do an incredible job for kids. And I work real closely with those section executive directors, and those section executive directors work very closely with those schools that they represent. So when it comes to what's going to happen and how long could the regular season be, I know those section executive directors and myself will want to give those kids the best opportunity to have a regular season. So if that means extending the regular season, if that's a possibility, that would certainly be an option that we would explore if and when the time presents itself. I believe you had posted something on Twitter earlier about this today, but uh, I know making the decision to cancel the winter championships had to be a very tough one, but I mean, I think everyone agrees 100% it had to be done. Uh, Do you have any plans moving forward that you could tell us a little bit more about for um, awards for those winter teams and and just getting them uh, a little bit more recognition? Yeah, that's a big goal of ours. And, you know, nobody wanted to go ahead and cancel the winter championships, but I think the reality was that it needed to, to take place. So our goal is to go ahead and honor those teams that qualified for the winter state championships at their next regularly scheduled section athletic council meeting. Um, we're working on the developing a plaque or a medal right now. The only problem we're having is our metal company is um, based out of Westchester, and they are not currently working in their factory and in their warehouse, so we can't even get anything produced or manufactured at this point in time. So as we get closer to being able to go ahead and have business start back up, we're going to work with Crown Awards that, again, is in Westchester um, to have a plaque and a medal developed to go ahead and truly recognize and honor those teams that made it that far in the 2020 winter season. I think that's a, that's a really great idea. Moving forward, I hate to even say this to bring it up, but uh, has there been any discussion for long-term plans that if this dragged out even farther, if fall sports were impacted, is that something you guys are just brainstorming about at this point? You know, Nate, I think that's way too far in the future to even start exploring. I have read some articles about college football coaches and college football programs being concerned about that, but I think we just have to take each day, day by day, see what develops, see how quickly we can get past this uh, this issue, see how quickly the, the curve can be stabilized as, as we continue to hear all the national experts discuss, and then, um, and then see what comes. But I think... The, the best thing that about this situation, if there is anything good about it, is we have incredible administrators, school superintendents, principals that are working on this on a daily basis. We have athletic directors that are going out of their way to do what's best for the kids that they work on behalf of. So um, I can assure all those parents out there and student athletes that we're doing everything we can with the information that we have available to uh, to work on high school athletics because we truly understand the benefit and the value that kids receive, and we want to afford those kids the opportunity to participate this spring, if possible. One last question here with Dr. Zayas, of course, Executive Director of the New York State Public High School Athletic Association. I've had a couple of coaches come to me and say, would the state ever consider uh, kind of a creative idea for the winter tournament, say, next year when 
basketball started, and I, I already know this would be a monumental undertaking, but could they do some sort of a tip-off tournament scenario or anything like that? I, I didn't know if there was any creative juices flowing in that direction. You know, that hasn't really even been discussed, Nate. We just had to make the very difficult decision to cancel those winter championships, and now with our focus being on spring, um, we'll allow the membership, like we do with all of our initiatives, uh, to guide us in that direction. If there's interest, then we would consider all of those options and, and possibilities. But right now, our, our focus is really, can we salvage the spring season, and can we get these kids back on to the track and back onto the baseball, softball, lacrosse fields? Um, for at least some opportunity this spring. Dr. Robert Zayas, Executive Director of the New York State Public High School Athletic Association, thanks so much for your time answering all these questions. And I know your phone's ringing off the hook, so we certainly appreciate you taking some time for us. Thanks, Nate. Appreciate all you do. This is Nate Lull, Episode 6 of the Nate Lull Podcast in the books. We'll see you next time. We're going to have a lot of episodes this week, so stay tuned for more here on the Nate Lull Podcast. You've been listening to the Nate Lull Podcast. Download each new episode on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.